The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig with details. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey y'all, Eve's here. We're doubling up today with two events in history. On with the show. Hi, I'm Eve's. And welcome to This Day in History class. A show that uncovers a little bit more about history every day. The day was April 21st, 1966. Four men from the Madison Society, one of the earliest gay rights groups in the United States, staged a so-called sip-in at Julius's, a tavern in New York City. At the time, gay people were discriminated against in bars. There was not an outright law that prohibited bars from serving gay folks, but the New York State Liquor Authority did require bars to only serve people who had orderly conduct. So bar staff would often deem same-sex displays of affection disorderly and refuse gay people service. If a bar did serve gay people, it faced the threat of having its liquor license revoked and being raided by police. So to protest this discrimination, member of the Madison Society New York chapter Dick Leitch decided to stage a sip-in, inspired by the sit-ins of the civil rights movement. His fellow Madison Society members Craig Rodwell and John Timmons joined him in the demonstration. The plan was for them to go to a bar and tell the bartender that they were gay, and if the bartender refused them service, then they would sue the bar and the liquor authority. So the men invited four newspaper reporters to cover the sip-in. 
And just after noon on April 21st, 1966, they met with the reporters at the Ukrainian American Village Hall, the bar they planned on starting at that proudly displayed a sign saying, if you are gay, please stay away. But the bar shut down after they realized reporters were hanging around for a gay rights demonstration. So the men moved the party across the street to a club called The Dom, which also was closed. Finally, they got to a bar called Howard Johnson's and sat in a corner booth. They handed the waitress a note that said the following, We are homosexuals. We believe that a place of public accommodation has an obligation to serve an orderly person and that we are entitled to service so long as we are orderly. But they didn't get the response they were hoping for. Not only did the guys get their drinks, they got them on the house. They moved on to a tiki bar owned by the mafia called Waikiki, where they were also served without question. So they decided to go to Julius's, which was a gay bar but had been raided just days before, so it was under the threat of having its liquor license taken away. Madison Society member Randy Wicker joined them at the bar. Sure enough, the bartender at Julius's refused them service after they announced they were gay. The New York Times issued an article called Three Deviates Invite Exclusion by Bars the Next Day. Two weeks later, the Village Voice ran a story on the event. Since the sip-in got some coverage, Donald S. Hostetter, the chairman of the State Liquor Authority, responded by saying that SLA never threatened to revoke the liquor licenses of bars that served gay people and that the discretion to serve was left up to the bartenders. But soon, the Commission on Human Rights stepped in, saying that it had jurisdiction over the matter and that gay people have the right to be served in bars. The Madison Society went on to sue bars that refused gay people service in New Jersey, which led to a state Supreme Court case ruling declaring, quote, well-behaved homosexuals could not be denied service. In 1967, New York state courts struck down the idea that gay people were inherently disorderly. The Liquor Authority could no longer use that as a reason to revoke licenses, and in the years after the ruling, more licensed gay bars popped up. But even though gay folks could now be served alcohol at bars, same-sex displays of affection were still outlawed, and police continued to harass and raid gay bars. Three years after the sip-in, a raid at a gay bar in Greenwich Village called the Stonewall Inn led to an uprising pivotal in the LGBTQ rights movement. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at T-D-I-H-C Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thanks for showing up. We'll meet here again tomorrow. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. 
on the network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everyone, I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a podcast that proves history happens every day. The day was April 21st, 1934. The Daily Mail printed a photo of what was said to be the Loch Ness Monster. The image, known as the Surgeon's Photograph, is widely believed to be a hoax. Loch Ness is a lake in Scotland. The myth of the cryptid known as the Loch Ness Monster may have its origins all the way back in the first century CE. The Pigs, Peoples who lived in Scotland many centuries ago carved an image of a beast with an elongated beak. And Scottish folklore does contain stories about mythical water creatures, such as the Kelpie, which is a shape-shifting water spirit. Stories around mythical creatures inhabiting Loch Ness, specifically, were also documented hundreds of years ago. According to a biography about St. Columba, the saint encountered a beast in the River Ness. The River Ness is a river at the northern end of Loch Ness. There were several other references to large, mysterious creatures in Loch Ness documented before the 20th century. But the modern legend of the Loch Ness Monster began to form in the 1930s. In April of 1933, Aldi and John McKay were driving home when they reportedly saw a huge animal in Loch Ness. On May 2nd, the Inverness Courier published a story on the sighting. The story was written by a reporter named Alex Campbell, and its headline was Strange Spectacle on Loch Ness. What was it? In the article, Campbell reported that the creature's body resembled a whale's. After, quote, rolling and plunging for fully a minute, the creature, quote, disappeared in a boiling mass of foam. Campbell's story was embellished. Later, the McKays clarified their sighting. Aldi saw an object of some sort, but John only saw splashing. And Aldi saw two dark humps, not one body that resembled a whale. 
After the story was published, interest in the legend of the Loch Ness Monster grew. Some people were skeptical of the existence of a monster, while others reported more sightings of the beast. London newspapers sent correspondents to Scotland. A circus offered a reward for capturing the monster, and some people claimed seeing the creature on land. The Daily Mail even hired big game hunter Marmaduke Wetherill to find the monster. He reported finding the footprints of a large animal, but plaster casts of the footprints were sent to the Natural History Museum in London for analysis. The museum determined that the footprints had been made with a stuffed hippo foot that may have been the base of an umbrella stand or ashtray. But eyewitness accounts continued to pop up. In 1934, it was alleged that English physician Robert Kenneth Wilson photographed the creature. The photo was published in the Daily Mail on April 21, 1934. The blurry image appeared to show a creature with a long neck, small head, and back emerging from the waters of Loch Ness. Over the years, skeptics dismissed the object in the image as driftwood or an elephant. Others challenged the scale of the object in the photo, which is often presented cropped. Others believe that it is a hoax that was part of an elaborate revenge plot by Marmaduke Wetherill. But there were also people who believed the photo was of some unidentified creature. Some have suggested that Nessie, as the monster is known, is a plesiosaur that survived extinction. Many people have flocked to Loch Ness to investigate the myth or in the hopes of getting a glimpse of the monster. Researchers have even used camera surveillance and sonar to explore Loch Ness. There's no conclusive evidence that proves the Loch Ness Monster exists, but the legend persists. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you have any comments or if you have any suggestions for the show, you can send them to us via social media. We're at TDIHC Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also send us an email at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks again for listening to the show, and we'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity and Craftsman Truck Series Racing live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.